Hey there, Fangirl Nation. It is Tracy Sandler, joined as always by Stephanie McCarroll, who you have known as Jaguars Fangirl. But now as we are into the NBA and football is over, you will now know her as Warriors Fangirl. Hello, Steph. How are you? I'm doing well, Tracy. I'm very excited to jump right in back to the NBA season and knowing now that we have all 30 NBA fangirls. Really exciting, um, especially for fangirl sports, but for us basketball uh, fans <laughs> alike, it's exciting. Yes, as Steph said, Fangirl Sports Network now has an NBA fangirl for all 30 teams. So you can find your favorite fangirl by typing at Team FGSN. So at Warriors FGSN, at Hornets FGSN, at Lakers FGSN. Um, and go find your favorite fangirl. Uh, the Super Bowl is behind us. Shed a tear. We have a while until we have football. Uh, but here we are into basketball season stuff. I imagine it's a lot more fun being a Warriors fan than a Jaguars fan right now. A hundred percent. Although the Warriors have their share of drama right now, it's good that we're going into the all-star break. I think it's a much needed rest for the Warriors. The coaching staff does not have to coach the all-star game this year. And I think it was a big um, relief for them not to go to Charlotte, but of course um, that's Seth Curry's hometown. So It'll be fun from that vantage point. Absolutely. And speaking of the All-Star Game, we are joined by our Hornets fangirl, Carla Gephardt. Hello, Carla. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us. You are our resident Charlotte expert. Uh, So tell us a little bit about All-Star Weekend, what uh, fans can expect, what to look out for maybe some tips and all of the fun things that are going on in Charlotte. <laughs> yes, there are going to be a lot of fun things going on here. Um, just three more days away. Obviously, it's going to start on February 15th. And uh, there's a lot of excitement this season uh, for this to be here in Charlotte because it's been 28 years uh, since Charlotte actually hosted the NBA All-Star Game. Um, it's going to be the biggest sporting event that Charlotte has seen in a very long time. Um, And there's expected 150,000 visitors this weekend. Um, And there's over 150 city events. Uh, So just lots of things for visitors and uh, locals to take part in. There's going to be lots of uh, celebrities here kind of hosting their own uh, charity events and, uh, you know, having lots of DJs and lots of after parties uh, for for locals to kind of take part in. But yeah, lots of exciting things here um, outside of the the basketball game, which is pretty exciting within itself. Well, it's a lot like the Super Bowl. I mean, the Super Bowl has become, and it sounds like the All-Star game as well, a full week of events. Um, And then I know for the Super Bowl, for personal experience, by the time you get to the game, you're exhausted from everything that's gone on. Um, But of course, it's a very, very fun week. Are there any specific places that you think those who've never been to Charlotte should check out? Any specific parties, restaurants that they should try to go to? Yeah, sure. There's like a a big event happening at Ink and Ivy, which is downtown and probably the biggest event um, and the cheapest event that people can be a part of this weekend is going to be at the Epicenter. And if you've ever visited Charlotte, uh, the Epicenter is like this really cool outside kind of outdoors area that has a ton of restaurants and bars in it. Um, But that's going to be called what's called like the premier fan destination. Um, It's a free event um, and there's going to be player appearances Okay. Uh, NBA retail store, panel discussions, all of that stuff. And that's going to be starting on the 15th. Um, but that'll definitely be something that everybody's going to want to want to check out. And like I said, there's no cover 
uh, to get inside the, that event specifically. Steph, with it being Steph's hometown, um, Steph and Steph, Steph on Steph, do you know of anything that he's doing or that the city is doing um, for him? Well, he's very excited. Um, he said multiple times that, you know, going home to Charlotte and um, he's obviously doing the three point shot um, attempts, you know, contest. And Clay Thompson um, opted out of participating because he didn't want the chance of winning it instead of Steph. So it's so cool. I thought that they're, um, you know, he's kind of backing out on that. And of course it's team Giannis, you know, versus team LeBron. So I know um, he's, I think he's excited to get back to his hometown. Um, and of course represent the Warriors too. I mean, um, he's, he's now taking over, you know, the Bay area as his home, but you know, that will always be his hometown. Yes, and he's a big he's a big Carolina Panthers fan, and he you know is is very loyal to his hometown, which is understandable. Um, so let's talk a little bit as we are going into the All Star break, just a little bit of kind of of what you like the NBA's top stories are. I want to talk a little bit about the game and what you guys uh, think everyone should look for. But as we are going into the All Star break, what are some kind of big storylines? I mean, Steph, you mentioned obviously the Warriors have had some ups and downs and some drama, which they've really avoided the last several years um, that is not so much the case this year. Um, but what are you going to see is going to happen in the NBA the second half of the season? Well, you know, a lot of people see the all-star break as like, oh, okay, this is the all-star break and it's half the season, but we're actually two thirds into the season. We only have one third to play. So So basically at this point, everybody's rested. Where you are in the standings is very important you know, everybody saw, at least on the West, that the Lakers were going to come up with stuff. There were some big trade um, possibilities with Anthony Davis that didn't come to fruition. So he's asking now to play uh, the games in the Pelicans. And the Pelicans had the every intention of sitting him because he doesn't want to play. So they want to trade him healthy, which everyone understands that. But the NBA put, a, you know, Put it, shut that down and said he has to play um, due to the rules. So then we also have the Warriors in second place. Um, it's <laughs> the first time that they've gone into the All-Star break in, I think, four or five years, not in first place. But it's not like they're terribly behind. I think they're only behind one game or so. And it's kind of where they like to be. I mean, last year, of course, they won the championships, but the Rockets were first place going into the – playoffs but that meant that they you know it doesn't really matter for the Warriors they I in my opinion they actually play better on the road than sometimes they play at Oracle so um I think there's a lot going on and and then in the east I think what's exciting is four teams have really come out ahead like I think they're probably the the four best teams in the league besides the Warriors um the Raptors the Celtics um, you also have um, 76ers. Sixers, and um, I'm trying to think. There's one more that I was <clears> – sorry, I can't remember. It's like I had it all on my head. But um, they're just so phenomenal right now that it's creating a different storyline. Finally, the East is really coming up. And I think all of those teams um, – but I think the Sixers are definitely the top seed in the East right now. And, you know, the Raptors have done a lot of um, good things, and the Celtics have just true talent there. So, um, 
you know, we'll see what, what, how that all, all evolves. But, you know, I think it's, oh, the Bucks, that's who it is. Um, I think that's who's really going to shine. Yeah, for sure. Do you think who's going to shine, Seth? Can you say it one more time? The Bucks. The Bucks. Okay. So there's a lot of excitement. Carla, what do you see? I mean, I think, Steph, you obviously as a Warriors fan, like you've been seeing them win, win, win after year. So is it becoming, Carla, from your perspective, a little bit like the Patriots where people feel like, all right, it's time for some new blood? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, definitely a little bit. uh, Just, I mean, I would say for the Eastern Conference, you know, there is, like Steph said, there's that parity in the league, which has been really exciting for this side of the United States to kind of see this season. Um, and as far as the Hornets go specifically, you know, we, we kind of always struggle to get above that 500 mark, but this is really the first time by the all-star break that there's even been a shot um, for Kimball Walker and the rest of the Hornets uh, to even get into the playoffs. So that's been pretty exciting for um, at least the city of Charlotte, but yeah, a lot more parity. I think a lot of people probably are, you know, it's been interesting. The Warriors used to not be that villain team. Um, they just kind of have started to to be that, you know, with when they acquired uh, Durant. Um, but then obviously, you know, all of the drama, the Warriors have drama, like Seth said, but then the Lakers, obviously all the drama that they've had um, trying to get some of these deals uh, situated in the past couple of weeks have been interesting. And um, a couple of things that I've read have been, Um, Just pretty insightful because, you know, the all-star break, it is a break for these players and it's a chance for all these players to kind of get together some of the best players in the league. And so a lot of people think that, you know, LeBron's going to take this opportunity to kind of put a bug in uh, some of the players' ears uh, to maybe come join him. Um, And there's no coincidence that Anthony Davis is on his team (laughs) for the (laughs) all-star game. So that'll definitely be interesting uh, to see you know, if anything comes from that or what the, the storylines are after this weekend. So Steph, you said we have team LeBron versus team Giannis. Uh, what do you guys see in the game? I mean, obviously it's fun. It's a you know fun and games. It's the all-star game. Um, but what are some things that um, you should look out for? I mean, Steph, I think I'd love you to talk a little about the West and Carla a little bit, you know, about the East because, you know, the, the sides may not be super familiar with each other. Sure. Well, this year, well, it started last year. They actually had team captains, and so they kind of intermingled, you know, the they drafted from everywhere. And it actually made it a little bit more fun because the West was just, like, killing the East every year after <laughs> year. After yeah. year. So the draft was kind of a fun way to mix it up, and this was the first year that they actually televised the draft. So it was fun to see like who, you know, you have your five starters on each team. And of course, um, so Giannis picked Steph first and um, well, of and course. LeBron. It's like class. If we're going to pick first, you're going to pick first. So, and Durant, Durant was picked first from team LeBron. LeBron. And so, you know, it's just, it's fun. It's going to be, I, you know, to me, that, that game isn't really, I think it's just more for the fans. It's sort sort of like just showing off at that point. You're going to see a lot of dunks. You're going to see a lot of attempted three-point shots. They're going to just try to put on the best show, I think, for the fans. And, of course, I like the the other parts of it, you know, that um, we have. Like the three-point contest is always fun for me to watch because um, it's just, it's just mm-hmm. astounding to see such a high caliber of 
just efficiency and skill. So you have all those skill challenges too. So it's just, I think it's all for fun. It is all for fun. And I, that is the nice thing about an all-star game. And it, it's interesting. You look at the all-star game in baseball, you look at the all-star game in the NBA, obviously so different than the pro bowl. Um, and you know, we don't need to talk too deeply about this, but obviously the pro bowl can't happen in the middle of the season because football is such a different sport. But I think, you know, there's been a lot of talk. Melissa Jacobs talks about a lot. It'd be great if it became more of like a charity event with different, you know, skill type of thing, like, you know, like the three point shot, obviously it would be different in football, but you know, it, I think the pro bowl doesn't have as much fun and hoopla around it. Um, and it, there'd probably be, it'd be probably cool if the NFL could find a way to make it a little bit more interesting for the fans. Yeah. I, I saw that they had this dodgeball thing. I don't know if you saw that Tracy, but it was so funny. I was like the entire pro ball should be the dodgeball and everybody plays dodgeball. (laughs) So funny. I was cracking up because they had, you know, just three on three. And I'm like, man, that should be the whole pro bowl because nobody wants to get hurt. I know um, it was. Of course fun. not. That's like the worst possible thing that could happen. Right. If someone got really injured in the Pro Bowl, that would be terrible. I mean, it's true of any All Star game, but football, obviously, there's more of a chance of that. Right. Happening. And then I, and it was kind of fun to see them mix it up a little bit. I know um, Jalen Ramsey caught a touchdown, which was just so fun to see a defensive <laughs> back do that. But other than that, it's really boring I, to me. I, I, that's just. I can barely get through half of it usually, but other than that, you know, unless you have to cover it, then you watch the whole thing. <laughs> but uh, well, I think, and it is different. You know, we are talking about apples and oranges a little bit because with MLB and NBA, you know, the World Series, the NBA Finals, it's a best of seven. It's a different kind of thing. The, the you know NFL has the Super Bowl. It's one game, and so there's all kinds of all the parties and events around it are like these All Star games. So it's obviously different, but you know, it would be cool if there was a way to find, to make it just a little bit more fun and interesting and maybe not put it in between um, the NFC and AFC championship games, and the Super Bowl, because, you know, I feel like people just don't care as much about it, but that's probably a different discussion for a different time. We're probably not going to figure that out today. So back to the NBA all-star game um, in looking at the two teams, who do you think is going to win guys? Uh, I'll go ahead and give my, my take. Uh, it's obvious kind of Ooh. looking at the, the roster here that I, I mean, I, I would assume that the Lakers are going to win. I mean, they've got Durant, Irving, Harden, Anthony. Well, team, team LeBron. It's not really the Lakers. It's team <laughs> yeah, LeBron. To say that. <laughs> team, team LeBron. And, um, Typically LeBron is the Lakers. It's true, yes. but it is still Yes, LeBron. for sure. Uh, but, but also I will say, even though I think that, you know, Team LeBron is going to win. Um, I would suggest that, like, a lot of people here in Charlotte are going to be pulling for Team Giannis because you've got Curry and Kemba Walker um, on this yeah. team. And people here in Charlotte, I mean, he he's he plays for the Warriors, but they really do uh, still kind of keep up with, with everything that Curry is doing um, for the Warriors. And then obviously we love Kimba Walker here because he's like our main guy. Um, so there'll be lots of Charlotte fans pulling for that team. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I think LeBron's team LeBron's going to probably take it. They just, I mean, the, the teams look so lopsided. I don't know if Giannis was just trying to draft his friends or if he was like <laughs> really trying to win the game. 
That's the other thing that happens in PE class, by the way. You pick the best player and so, then you just pick your friends. It's funny because, you know, LeBron, there's all this like, you know, drama about who he wants on his team. And he, he offered like every single young guy from the Lakers for um, AD. And it was just, you know, that probably created some things, but it was kind of funny to see, um, you know, the, the draft when they were talking and, um, Giannis kept saying, oh, I think that you're uh, tampering here. <laughs> like, it was kind of cute because I think you know, it was kept light. But so, I, you know, I think that it was, uh, I, don't, I don't know. But of course, I just want to see a good game and I, I want to see the entertainment value. I mean, I want Steph to take every single three-point shot he can, you know, because he has the ability to literally, like, and I've never seen this in a basketball, but he can like make an entire arena stop and just gasp because he's that kind of a player when he hits those three point shots. It's just, a, it's, it's an amazing experience just to be in there. It's like, I compare it a lot to Michael Jordan when he did the slam dunk and he could make yeah. the entire arena gasp. Steph has that same ability. So it's, it's super fun and mm-hmm. I'm excited for it. I think it'll be it'll be a great game. Carla, can you give some maybe under the radar restaurant recommendations and also just some sightseeing things in Charlotte for those who maybe aren't going to go to all the all-star events but would like to see the city? Uh, sure. Um, well, real quickly, too, I'll give you a rundown of, you know, all the, the games and extra the main events, um, if you'd like those as well, because you've got the celebrity game on Friday night. Um, you've got them do ice rising stars. So that's kind of like your first and second year players. And that's going to be on Friday. So chance to see, you know, Ben Simmons and Carl Anthony Towns uh, play a little bit. And then um, you've got the all-star practice on Saturday afternoon, uh, followed by the slam dunk and the three point shootout, which Steph had mentioned earlier. Um, that'll be really fun. And that's Saturday night. Um, and then of course the NBA all-star game is on Sunday night. Um, and as far as just things to do in the city, like I said, there's a restaurant called Ink and Ivy that's putting on a really uh, fun event. There's going to be block parties downtown. So really, if you're just um, walking uptown, you're gonna you're gonna run into to some event. Um, I think there's there's literally like Snoop Dogg uh, is putting on a <laughs> private a private party. <laughs> no, there is no that event is so, ever. I was thinking the exact not putting thing. on uh, Snoop Dogg, Young uh, GD, <laughs> Floyd Mayweather actually is hosting a block party on Thursday night. I thought this was interesting, and he's also uh, hosting a celebrity go kart challenge. Uh, so if you can find <laughs> if you can find tickets to that, that would well, be that fun. Um, Shaq, of course, <laughs> you know he all, he's another one that's always everywhere, um, and he's gonna have something on Friday night. Uh, and then, like I said, the epicenter, that's really the, the biggest thing um, for fans that kind of want to just get the experience, but maybe not spend, you know, over a hundred dollars uh, to get in somewhere. And as far as Charlotte's concerned, um, I don't know how many NBA fans would actually be interested, but this is home of NASCAR too. So we have the NBA uh, or we have the NASCAR hall of fame, uh, which is just right around the corner from the spectrum center. Um, so that might be, you know, a little eye-opening experience for um, some NBA <laughs> fans um, if they have time to kind of stop by there. But Uptown's really, it's a really great city because it's small enough that you can literally walk everywhere. So I would just suggest, you know, for fans to kind of get out in the city and and just take a stroll. And I'm sure they'll run into into some celebrities, into some, some players. And um, it's definitely going to be a fun weekend for all. 
Are you going to anything, Carla? Um, we are going to try to go uptown. Um, not anything specific unless we just kind of, you know, look over everything and decide we, we want to go in um, <laughs> to a party. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll go uptown and definitely kind of check it out, but that'll, that might be the extent of it. Uh, the cheapest ticket to the all-star game right now is $800. Mm. Uh, so that's, that's, uh, you know, kind of stiff for some of these fans that want to get in. Um, but who knows, you know, just the, the biggest thing that, that everybody has warned this week, all of the news stations and stuff is just don't buy tickets from somebody on the street because they probably, uh, will be fake tickets. So definitely get those off Ticketmaster um, or the NBA All Star website <laughs> or StubHub. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> e- equal equal plugs for all the ticket places. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I think that's probably very good advice. The last thing you want to do is spend eight hundred dollars on the street for a ticket and then go in and it not be an actual ticket. For sure. That would be terrible. All right, so it looks like the game predictions, everyone is in agreement. Team LeBron will probably win. Um, I'm going to be pulling for Team LeBron. Steph knows this. I love LeBron. I just, I just love <laughs> you know, like I'm totally, I'm on Team LeBron here. Um, so I think it'll be fun to watch. So I hope everybody enjoys the game. Ladies, thank you for joining us. And we will be talking a lot more NBA in the coming weeks and months, as we said in the beginning of the podcast, we have an NBA fangirl for each and every NBA team. So find your favorite one at Team FGSN, for example, at Warriors FGSN, at Hornets FGSN. Um, so thank you for listening and joining us, and we will talk to you next time. Goodbye, ladies. Bye. Bye. Go Warriors. <laughs> <laughs>